What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast, the one network that is taking balloons more seriously than anyone else. I'm going to relabel ourselves Balloon Media Industries United Fronts Against Balloons. I mean, people are out there. Now they're starting to get distracted by smoke pillar clouds. They're trying to pretend like they're UFOs. Nobody's taking these balloons seriously except for us. You can go over to Fox. You can go over to CNN. They're not still talking about balloons. But over here at Rob Run Your Mouth Enterprises, we're taking balloons more seriously than anyone. That's the commitment of our network. Hey, I had an observation, which is um, I'm starting to feel like Twitter, and I fall into this myself, is just becoming like the news network, but for insane people. I mean, this was a little bit of a theme that I explored uh, on uh, my end of year, missing even more misinformation, which you can still catch on YouTube. But there was a time in all of our lives where they would talk about, like, you know, Fox News people, and the Fox News people would be like, yeah, weapons of mass destruction, if we don't get over there and kick some terrorist ass, those terrorists are going to come over here, Biden fucked that up, and we got inflation, and he's ruining our gas prices, and then you go over to CNN, and they got people, oh, it's all about the culture, and as long as we accept our gay kids, and we can have the gay kids feeling even better about their gayness, then all of the, uh, the, the overspending will come down because the people that love themselves won't need to spend as much. They won't need as much. They'll be healthier. They won't even need health care. And then the economic growth that will come from treating our gay kids with the respect that they deserve, with the welcoming, loving arms for their gayness, everything else will magically work itself out. Everybody watches these networks and they seem to just have their own little storylines and the Twitter ones go is more like, well, how come they're not telling us about chemical explosions, UFOs? I mean... I'm seeing Chinese lasers that might not even be Chinese lasers, that might be alien lasers. It's clearly the aliens, but it's clearly the Chinese, but it's clearly actually our government pretending like it's Chinese aliens because really it's mind control and even I'm not allowed to talk about it. But with Twitter, here's what's interesting. It seems like you get these little, little specks of truth. Like sometimes you see videos, like you even see videos of like people straight up filming like doctors as if they were trying to just film the content for the COVID emergency to sell us the rest of it or filming some dude who's walking around posing for cameras in a hazmat suit pretending as if they're disinfecting stuff that they're not even disinfecting you get these little views and you're like am I really seeing the views from the real world is that the way that this really goes but then you know you can't really tell you just get these little signals and if anything all you can really do is go why isn't there more information on that so I've got some ideas because uh, I looked down on the, the Run Your Mouth archive, and this goes way back, way back, all the way back to Charlottesville when you had those evil Nazis that got pissed thrown on them and then mostly ended up in jail. One of them actually just got busted for pulling fentanyl all over the border, which is tough because once you attend one of those rallies and you're in one of those pictures, you know, I guess it's tough to get regular employment. You, although, who pays that much attention? Because it's not like you put a swastika on your face. You're not dressing all Nazi-like. You, you put on a, a Hawaiian shirt for the weekend, and you hold a tiki porch, torch. Once you take off that tiki torch, that's like a Jew taking off his yarmulke. How are you supposed to recognize the fact that the person was at the Charlottesville rally? Does someone, uh, is someone that good? Do they send out a letter to every single employer with, like, little pictures of these people? with their tiki tortures, just going friendly reminder not to hire that guy. But on the same note, if you were in the fentanyl running business, maybe you don't want to blow up your spot by showing up to a tiki torch rally. Although I will somewhat give these people credit because it used to be like the way it was portrayed in movies was you had like your, uh, your biker gangs and your biker gangs, they'd be dealing the drugs 
and they would be the uh, the swastika badasses. And man, I guess did the Nazis seem to somewhat rebrand themselves that now you have what look like nerdy kids that should be on the left yelling about making our gay kids gayer, but instead they're still pulling through on the Nazi themes of illegally running drugs in order to otherwise run their not. I mean, even in Breaking Bad, that was the archetype. That was the final run-in was with the uh, neo-Nazi clan people who ended up taking over the business. Um, anyways, we're trying to talk about chemical explosions. Oh, right. Way down the Run Your Mouth archive. It was unbelievable. You want to talk about views from the real world. What an exceptional experience this was. And I want to figure out how to recreate more of these moments. And maybe if you're on board, become a content producer. We got to get more of the actual people from the scenes onto this show. And I actually hate having guests, except later today we're going to have Robert from Sheath on. That's going to be exciting. Run your mouth. Pro, co- promo code for sheathunderwear.com. You get yourself 20% off. The greatest underwear that's ever graced the balls of men. But anyways, you go way back, the Run Your Mouth archives. Right after Charlottesville, there was a thing going on in Boston that ended up getting shut down. And they were saying, oh my God, this is how many racists we've got across this country. Then now there's another racist event that's clearly going on in Boston just days after the Charlottesville event. And then we found the nerdy kid from the college that put the kid thing together, and he was just some kid just trying to have a little get-together in the park. And everyone's yelling about how evil this kid is and how terrible the thing that they were putting together was. And then we got to talk to the actual person who really only took a couple uh, tweets at uh, track down, and then it was no big deal. You know what other, what other coverage we had here that nobody else had was Sam Parker, who let us know about the COVID thing two weeks before it happened. And that was, uh, that was like the CIA just handed me that one. The CIA was like, hey, someone just inboxed me. They're like, hey, you got to go talk to this guy because he's talking about this lab leak. And he was like the first person to get censored on Twitter. He knew that that thing was a lab leak uh, months before our country had even shut down. So if you're out there, I want to start tracking down more of the actual individuals. Like, let's actually talk to the people in the town because here's where it gets weird. Like, for example, sometimes you hear about even like crime in New York. And then like you're in New York and you're like, I don't know, I feel totally safe here or I lived in Israel for two years, and people would be like, how the fuck can you go over there? And because you get random reportings, or at least at the time of, like, you know, Palestinians who were going uh, and blowing themselves up or whatever. Um, and so people would go, oh, you can't go, and then you'd just be over there, and it'd be totally fine. And so then here's the problem with some of this reporting. You know, sometimes you read on Twitter, these people are like, hey, it's no big deal. And then you get other people in this town with this giant black cloud. And here's the thing about giant black clouds of chemicals. They visually don't look good. When you got something that looks like an atom bomb went off in your town, but a less clean atom bomb because it's got a black smoke cloud, that doesn't, that doesn't look particularly good. It doesn't look like, I mean, for all these things that I'm reading, hey, we've managed to make the, uh, the electric school buses electric, and your kids are going to be able to plug in their phones, so that way they won't even see it when the bully beats the shit out of them on the bus. But hey, we're going to have electric school, but like they're still out there with all this, hey, environmental propaganda of these little things. Kamala Harris is up there laughing her ass off about how great it is that we're going to have these electric buses. And then you get giant fucking pillars in the sky of chemicals that are apparently fairly dangerous. And they're just like, hey, it's no big deal. And guys, the Environmental Protection Agency, the same people that said that the water was fine, Flint. And I I don't know who said after, because I remember... When I was in high school, uh, uh, 9-11 took place when I was in eighth grade. And then I remember being in high school, 
And the uh, I went to a very strange high school. It was a very expensive private school, and it was a Jewish school. And then in the afternoons, they did, like, the secular studies, and they just didn't really do it. And then none of us paid attention for the Jewish studies in the morning, so we basically just didn't go to school. And then by junior, senior year, I kind of just stopped showing up. But it was, like, a, it was a dysfunctional thing. And sometimes, like, you would have a class, but it wasn't even clear if there was a teacher for the class. It was very weird for an expensive private school. But that was one of the things. We had, like, this lab class. And the week before I got there, I think the person who was supposed to teach the last class for, like, biology or whatever, I think the guy, the, the rabbi died, something like that. And so they had, like, a replacement guy who wasn't being paid from the school. So he just kind of showed up. And then it wasn't clear if he was the teacher. It was very weird. It was very weird. And I, I, all I remember being in this lab class was, like, um, we would light the Bunsen burners on fire because no one was there which was fun because like there was a whole gas system and you could just blow torch them out. And then every once in a while there'd be like some lab sheets that we were supposed to do. And I think one kid would do it and we'd photocopy it. I don't even really remember, but you know what I do remember that that random guy who was not the teacher who was filling in for the real teacher warned us all that we should not go downtown because there's asbestos from the nine 11 towers. We're like, who the fuck is this crazy non-teacher teacher guy? He also warned us about eating chickens. And even though he was right about the tower things, I still eat meat, but he was always, he was also on the growth hormones. That's basically what the class was about. That was my first introduction to conspiracy lunatics. Guy had a beard. Guy had all sorts of nonsense opinions. But that turned out to be true, too, that I think a lot of the firemen, that's uh, that's what John Stewart was on TV fighting our senators to get funding for. So there you go. You got the EPA telling us that everything's fine. Meanwhile, you got pillars of clouds of smokes. Nobody's covering it. And while you got nobody covering it, that's what makes Twitter so interesting. Then you get random people going, hey, I'm by my river here. Look at how everything's dead. Hey, I had a I had a chicken farm here. Look, all my chickens are dead. This guy's like, I'm raising foxes. All my foxes are dead. Then you got people up in Canada going, hey, we're nor we're, we're, we're all, our whole town has headaches now. Everyone in this town has headaches, and it's not the Moderna headaches. We can tell the difference between the Moderna headaches and the chemical spill headaches. Uh, and then... You read mainstream media, and whoa, 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 what's there? And then you go over to Twitter, and you get some expert who goes, yeah, I go to school for these things. Let me tell you about what the problem with these chemicals are. Let me tell you exactly how much stuff was on this. And you're like, how come there's no coverage of this shit? So what the fuck is going on with the chemical clouds in our skies, with the Epstein leaks of supposedly the names that are supposed to be coming out, but they aren't actually coming out? Who, what are we covering up for? Do we got, do we got explosions covering up for the UFOs? Do we got balloons covering up for explosions? The whole thing's getting confusing, and I'm here to admit that we're all just crazy people. All right, let's take some comments. We've got Roscoe coming in. Rob the fire train on fire. We've got Nugs. Robbie, is this how you practice stand-up? No, my stand-up's completely different. Um, Maybe one day. If we ever get to a day where I can just uh, be a complete lunatic like this in front of a live audience, we will have won... Um, the, the, the stand-up battle against myself. Senior extraordinaire. I'm bald and own three Hawaiian shirts I haven't been able to wear in public in years. I'm sorry, man. If you were living that Hawaiian shirt lifestyle, they really stepped in and ruined that for people. Uh, all right, let's take a look at some topics. But before we do, tonight, New York City. Come on out Wednesday, uh, Cafe Bohemia. I'm there, lineup of sick comedians, including Menu and Heart, BK Chris, Howie Dewey, Alex Tomaselli, JJ, Lieberman, and more. Come out this week, because i got to prove to the owner that I can get some people in the seats, and then hopefully it'll be weekly. Use promo code FIRE. Tickets are only 5 bucks. You can stick around later for live jazz, and I'll be there having some beers. It's going to be a good old time, so come hang out. And then, of course, we got all the shows with Dave Smith. All right, 
So this was a picture from the Super Bowl. I didn't bother watching the Super Bowl. I went to my parents for the Super Bowl and uh, I had just gotten off the flight from Detroit and it is unbelievable as an adult if like, you know, there's like different jumps in eating like unhealthy. I'm going to start getting the thing under wraps because uh, I, you know, you just, you push it too far. What, what happens is like for a while you're generally healthy and then every once in a while you go out and you eat unhealthy but like there's a little bit of like a band on how much you can overeat because you're not cross training for overeating. You're not typically speaking eating unhealthy foods. And so it's like, you'll be like, oh my God, I ate a whole f sandwich and a piece of cake. I'm such a fatty. But like, that's not, that's not even in the landscape of being a fatty. Like you don't even know what real fattiness is when you're like, you're out there all the time eating two or three sandwiches a day, eating desserts at every meal. I mean, you're cross-training for getting that gut, and then you show up to a Super Bowl spread, and it's almost unbelievable. Like, you could have fasted for a whole weekend, and the amount of calories that you can consume, it, isn't it amazing how you can be just generally speaking healthy, and if someone puts up a good enough spread in front of you and isn't really paying attention, because, like, the second you get bored of the chicken wings, now you can eat another hamburger. You get bored of the hamburgers, then you got the hot dogs. You got bored of the hot dogs, you got some chip and dip, you get bored of that, then you move over to the desserts. You don't even start with the desserts until you're totally full on all the salt. It's like you completely consume the salt, the proteins, the, the carbohydrates, and then all of a sudden it's cake. And cake is like a fresh start. You know what I mean? It's like hitting the restart button on eating. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how much hamburger you just ate that you're completely full with hamburger. There's something about the first bite of cake where all of a sudden you've just got a complete and total appetite. So this picture um, uh, arrived online. People were upset about it. Carrie Lake. They showed, not only is this lady just sitting through the Black National Anthem, she's also doing her quintessential, I'm not impressed face, which takes focus. You know what I mean? Just to sit there with like apathy and not care, that doesn't take much. But to really focus and let everyone know how much you're not impressed, that, that, that's her quintessential look. I mean, you would think if you're going to go to the Super Bowl, you're going to be off the clock, you're going to sit down and you're going to enjoy yourself. But that's the problem with being a lady in politics. You got to look good and work all the time. You got to show up to these places and make sure that everyone knows that you don't care. Also, I didn't even realize we had a black national anthem. I didn't catch it. Um, so I, I, I can only imagine it goes something like, oh, say, can I have some benefits and complain about white privilege? Because by being whiny victims, maybe we can get free stuff like the Jews. Because they always bring up the Holocaust and make people feel bad so that they send shit to Israel. So maybe if we play our victim card, we can have shit too because we had it worse because we were slaves here while that was going on in Germany and really isn't anyone's fault. Was that the way it went? I don't know. I didn't watch it. It's a new thing. Who knew that there was a black national anthem? Uh, and then here you got um, Rihanna. Um, and uh, I got a theory here that the uh, crappy music that's constantly playing every single time you go into a store. Rihanna, I got a, per per I got a personal beef with Rihanna because I used to work at this office. And they used to play the worst music, dude. And you had to make calls all day. It was like a fucking factory. You showed up in the morning and they're like, are you getting on that phone and lying to contractors about jobs that you don't have for them? Because if you're not, you're fired and you have to clock in. 
they said at 8 a.m., but really you had to be at their 7.30 a.m. for a team meeting. And then the day is supposed to end at 6 p.m., but really you can't even leave till 6.30 p.m. And that's the way it was. And they counted every dial that you made, and you had your team meetings and your huddles. And while all of that's going on, while you got a manager over your back making sure that you're making all your phone calls and lying through your teeth all day, they're playing the worst music you've ever heard. I think it was just the top 40 station, but that's not what I liked. And every once in a while, you'd be sitting there, and you'd be like, I fucking hate this job. And then over the loudspeaker, Rihanna would go, make, 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 make. All right. And now, uh, I think I had uh, um, a point about this, um, but I don't remember what it was. And Bobby the Bank's here. So let's bring Whoa. on Bobby the Bank. Hold on. You got you got your sound? I'm just pulling you on early, man. We got a clean transition. I can okay. I can come back to you. Hold on. Oh, I got to switch. Uh, uh, I got to hear me. I got my headphones at. That's on me. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Give me one second, though. All right. <laughs> I plugged my headphones into the wrong spot. Let me change my layout here. Yeah, change your layout. There What's we go. What's going on, Bobby the Bank? Oh, man, you got one of those uh, the Zia hats. Yeah, Wes sent it to me. He's he made it. He hand stitched the uh, logo on himself, or his mom did, or something. Good looking hats. How's the uh, research and development coming for the 2023 Run Your Mouth uh, hats? It is on fire, sir. We are pushing it hard, and I got this is the prototype. <clears throat> oh wow! The exclusive reveal it's a hard hat. on the. It's a okay, a military helmet. <laughs> That, that's I'm good because I'm a putz. I fall yeah. down. A, I fall down a bunch. I also I would like to work on. Uh, I'd like to be more insurrection ready all the time. So I feel like uh, or well, maybe hat. like a, a Scottish golf hat. Yeah, you could. This was my grandfather's, and uh, it's pretty hip. He was he was pretty fly for an old guy. <laughs> Authentic Scottish uh, golf hat. Oh man, did we just freeze up? My internet was doing great today. Are you still there, Mr. I, Bobby the Bank? Yeah. All right. Yes. I, I think the internet issue might be on your end. I actually think my internet's uh, nice and toasty today. <laughs> I. Hold on. Uh, I want one of those helmets. Uh, is every good or is my internet messing up? It seems it seems to be a little bit laggy. Uh, what's that night Hang helmet on. from? That's like right out of a Monty Python movie. Oh boy. Now I'm going to have to make edits and post. Uh, all right. We'll take a couple comments until uh, Robert's back. Oh, Robert is back. We got Marby, Robbie, the war pig. Uh, Mr. Bobby, the bank. Talk to me. Before we get into any business tips, I want to talk to you about chat GBT. Because yeah. uh, I think you've been experimenting with it. I've got some ideas for how I'd like to experiment with it. I just haven't delved in yet. So uh, what was your take? I mean, initially, we were, my friend came over and we were watching the fights a couple of weeks ago. And he, he was like, write me a blog about sheath underwear uh, created by a military war veteran. And it wrote like the best blog I've ever heard about sheath in my life. And... I was like, send that to me because I didn't really understand how it all worked. And he sent me a link, but by the time I checked the link, it had expired. I wish he would have just like copy and pasted it because I've tried to recreate that same blog 
over and over again, and I can't quite get it to write rewrite exactly how he wrote it. It wrote it that night because it was talking about could also be useful for men who had like traumatic injuries in their groin and you could use a prosthetic in the pouch and but the way it your dick look even bigger yeah or if it got blown off or something you it looked like you might still have something going on down there and and it's true because the pouch does hold you know your package it can hold a fake one or what a prosthetic the way it worded it was ingenious I've not been able to recreate it. I have this other guy. Who's have you thought about uh, buying one of those airport machines and seeing if you were to get prosthetics and stuff them with drugs within your sheath hole, if uh, the airport machines would register that those were not real wieners? Because maybe we could be selling products to drug smugglers. I have not even thought of such a thing, but I know Ari Shafir brings up how he smuggles drugs into different uh, like festivals and stuff in the sheath pouch. Oh, oh, he's pulled that. He's pulled that off. Yeah, he's like you know throw a couple most, joints in there. You know what's the most brilliant thing I ever saw was, uh, and this is another thing like you just scrolling on Twitter. I don't know the accuracy, but it made sense. Was a guy uh, digging up like by a tree. He had like buried like a bunch of booze for himself before a festival, which I thought oh, was hilarious. Oh my god, that's like a treasure. How funny! I only went. I only went to one festival. I mean, I've been to Skankfest, which uh, Sheath is a loyal supporter of Skankfest and Skankfest. We'll be back in 2023, baby. Hell yeah! <laughs> Skankfest is a is a different experience though, because I'm an artist there. I get access to the uh, green room, you know. And I actually I don't really even uh, booze booze it up that 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 good at Skankfest. I went to one music festival once in uh, college, and it was one of those things. That was like the best three days I ever had. So I don't know why I haven't done that again, but I just haven't. And one of the thrills was definitely waking up at your campsite in the morning and everyone's like just getting hammered like they're going to war and like that's the day's mission, even though it's the morning. Yeah. Um, but I remember showing up and me and my friend had a half an ounce of like the best weed and then them searching the cars for us pulling in and getting it confiscated and just no. being like fuck you like you guys this that's what this event is for and their thing was like well if you told us about it like like as if we were being rude it's like you're the guy searching our car we don't know why you're searching the car we don't know that if we just said oh yeah there's a bag of weed there you would have let us keep it like like the guy was treating us like we were we were disrespectful because we had it and by the way it was the last thing he mentioned we we, we were kind of clever with it we threw it into like the garbage bag with like the mcdonald's on the floor he searched the whole car and then he like did like a double like he was like what like shut the and then he did a double take from like you motherfucker oh uh, no yeah yeah and then we ended up with like shitty festival weed and we had really good stuff yeah i can't i can't get down like that anymore i used to wake and bake on the daily and now it's more like less frequent it's do better I, though right yeah i'm doing a lot better it's you don't need to be smoking like high all day every day it's not necessary life is pretty pretty nice you can find ways to enjoy it without such uh you know things but i do have my vape pen right here so as i say that all right, so chat gbt how do you think you're going to be using you're going to be replacing my job bobby the bank am i going to be the first guy replaced copywriter yeah. I've used it to ask to write questions for podcast interviews before, and I have a we have a blog writer currently who wants to write more blogs, and he gave me an idea for writing blogs about a lot of the people we work with, like Donald Cerrone or Michael Malice or yourself or whatever. And I, I'm thinking about like, why would I pay you when I can just say write me a blog about Robbie Bernstein and then 
I what I'd like to experiment with it for is just to be like, give me the topics that a conspiracy podcaster would talk about today, and then maybe I can cut down on my prep time. Like maybe they'll just give it to me, and then I've my experience is I've had a couple jokes on like my end of year thing that I not that someone else has like written for me. But my experience with someone else writing jokes is that it never works the way they hand it to you. But sometimes it gives you an angle where you're like, that's a premise I wouldn't have thought with thought of. I'm wondering if I'm playing around with jokes, if you actually asked for it to write it in other comedian styles, if it would give you premise. Like, there's no way it's going to spit out a joke as is. But it might give you like an angle where you're like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. And then you can kind of like rework it. It's almost like a brainstorming session with i haven't even tried it yet but it seems to me from what i've seen you haven't tried it at a all good tool no no i gotta get on there and play around yeah i mean i i uh two, I, the last two interviews i did one was kyle the monster nelson who's a ufc fighter and i was like write me a blog about kyle the monster nelson and it, it wrote me this sweet blog about who's this up-and-coming fighter with this monstrous style whatever but then it was like he's seven and oh in the ufc which he's not he's like two and four so he's lost. Oh, like so it four. gets shit wrong. It does get a lot of stuff wrong. And and I also interviewed the president of Fury Fighting Championship, Eric Garcia. Great guy. Great conversation. Robert Patton Global. Check it out. But he uh it said he was he was involved with King of the Cage, and that's how he kind of started his his career like with this fighting organization. And I was like, and I didn't know. So I didn't I couldn't fact I didn't fact check you know, it. it I, I like the confidence of ChatGPT that it will just get like give it to you straight, even if it's wrong. It was, I, I yeah, because I asked him, I was like, because this one I was like questioning, I was like, did you have anything to do with King of the Cave? He was like, nope. I was like, okay, we'll just skip that one because that was misleading. So I feel like maybe we can make this month's uh, tip: embrace new technology. Yeah, go. Yeah, just put dip your toe in there. I mean, maybe not embrace it fully. Don't give it a full bear hug, but give it. You know, dip your toe in the water and see how it works. To play with it, get it excited, and then see what happens. You, you gotta you gotta become run with the robots now before the Boston Dynamic dogs start coming for all of us. When the dogs show up, you wanna be like, hey man, I, I've been embracing new technology. You can live yeah. here. Yeah, I'm cool with you. We're friends. But just send me a couple of female robots. <laughs> yeah, send or or put like flashlights on the dogs. <laughs> no. Have you not seen the dogs. Have, you, have you seen those Boston Dynamic things? I don't know what they're up to, but it's creepy. It is so weird. But and, and uh, you know, you could start an army with these dogs. I always look to the side when I'm thinking. I hope that doesn't come through that well. But anyway, nah, no, like... that's all right. All right. <laughs> Robert, any other uh, business tips? We, we have you on monthly. You're, yeah. Uh, or also, I do like to get the product updates. What's uh, what's new in the land of sheath? We have we have had our sh latest shipment stuck in customs for like two weeks. It's been six months, but we have this new Donald Cerrone pair that's coming out. We're staying, working with him. It's it's kind of like a, a camo but like got the monster kind of stripe looking things in there. It's like, so it's like this new kind of camo design, which we're really excited about. We have a red version of that. We have a Colorado pair for, it's like Colorado, the state flag is on there. And those are coming out for like very soon, like in the next couple of weeks, it should be in our warehouses pretty soon. I have a new uh, hoodie in the works. I gotta get, I'm glad you mentioned your hat cause I gotta get on that like ASAP. 
because otherwise you're no, gonna be stuck I like with the, the same RYM sheath logo right on that uh, night helmet. I think that's the look for 2023. You can wear it on stage; it'll be a hit. Um, yeah, just go, and then just you know support your local sheath underwear website. Go to sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code RYM. Save twenty percent. We're in a recession. So we're trying to sell more underwear than tip than we normally would. I'm trying to push push the brand more because the last couple of years I didn't have to hardly do anything. Now we're kind of having to get back on the grind and push it more than we had. But it's overall 2023. We're like maybe stop wearing pants. To Ooh. you know what I mean? Maybe you can become an internet sensation as the uh, underwear company owner who never wears pants. That would send. That's like uh, a new, that would be headline news <laughs> yeah you maybe you can uh start uh nope like the way they freed the nipple you can start the the sheath no pants revolution 2023 free, free their package yeah yeah just <laughs> let it all hang out what, what do you what do you got going on this this week this weekend uh, where are you gonna be so me and uh davy smith are gonna be in detroit and i'm also trying to get a weekly uh show off in new york on wednesdays i got this uh cool little jazz club that let me take over 8 p.m. on Wednesdays, so I'm trying to build that up. I got once a month I'm doing out in Perryville, Maryland. Perryville. So I'm, I'm just trying to ramp up, ramp up my comedy because I like now it's fun with me with uh, these shows with Dave because like I got like 25 that's like pretty honed. Still like trying to work out a few of the kinks, but I'll send you some jokes. You should send, send me you should some use, jokes. Well, I sent you some of the shit jokes that I've. I've... <laughs> I'm just kidding. They weren't terrible. I don't yeah. know if they fit, fit what I'm doing, but you had something there. All right. Mr. Okay. Robert, it's right. always a pleasure. Thank you for joining us. I think this month's tip, embrace new technologies. All right. Sheathunderwear.com. Embrace sheathunderwear.com as well. I like that too. All right. Catch okay. you later, bud. Okay. Talk soon. All right. Getting back into it. There's uh, Rihanna fixing her underwear live on TV. What other topics we got here? All right, so this is from Yahoo News. It's something I definitely was talking about even last week. New studies had came out saying that face masks made little to no difference in preventing spread of COVID scientific review finds. Of course, Walla Walla Winsky, Walla Chinsky, she denied it. She goes, those were bad studies. We, they weren't, you have to actually wear the mask in order for the mask to work. And then, well, what proof did you guys have? You would think that if uh, the mask were the biggest and most important thing for all of our lives, for all of 2023. They're coming after us constantly. You're on a plane. Hey, you got that mask on, you're going into a restaurant. You got your mask on, you're getting thrown off subways. You got your mask on. Everywhere you go, they're giving you shit about masks. You would have thought that they had studies up to the wazoo. They had this science figured out perfectly. And now, just like everything else that we questioned, and they said, hey, you're not allowed to question formal policy, you get more and more information coming out letting us know they were just fucking winging it. So this is from, I guess, Yahoo reposting Fox, confirming the fact that the mass never really did anything. And I found this amusing because I think that this is something I've mentioned before on the show and is the number one fix, uh, or it, number two. Number two fix for how we could actually improve this democracy to at least a working structure. But let's read this one. So, however, the, fish, the physician pointed out that the CDC never actually mandated masks, with the exception of a public transportation mandate in January 2021. It was the state and local authorities that took the CDC's recommendations and implemented the mandates. So there you go. CDC's not at fault. 
They never told you that you had to wear a mask. They just said, hey, we think that this is a good idea. Got on the news every day and said you're all going to die if you don't follow the science. And then they left it to the states to mandate for the states to point back and go, well, that was from the recommendation. Everyone gets to point their finger at everyone else. Well, he recommended. I only recommended. Well, he recommended. I only. And then you all of a sudden, when you start going, well, who the fuck is at fault? Like, they're very happy to get on the news and go, this is the most important thing. And that's why I, as the person in authority, is going to step in and impose this on all of you because I'm the person who makes the decisions for everybody. Because if I don't make these decisions, people aren't going to do it and everyone's going to die. And then when all of a sudden you find out that it wasn't a good decision, I never made that decision. I wouldn't make that recommendation. Oh, well, that was never the clear authority amendment to the Constitution that if any law is enacted by government, they're not allowed to make recommendations. They're not allowed to do this mob shit where the FBI calls up Twitter and goes, you know, I'd really like it if you did this. I never told them they had to do that. I just said I would enjoy it if they did it. No more clear, from now on, if government asks you to do something, all the way down to a cop, cop pulls you over, hey, you mind emptying your pockets for me? Well, am I under arrest? Do I have to? From now on, government is not allowed to just make requests of you. They have to do something. They have to tell you that they have the power to do something. And then if it turns out that it wasn't under some sort of a clear authority, these people should have personal financial penalties for doing so. That's the only way that this structure works. You can't have government constantly using intimidation tactics to just turn around and go, well, we were just making, we never mandated it. We were just making recommendations. Because then that's all that it will ever be. There will never be any accountability for any action that they ever take because they can go as so far as to controlling all of our lives and forcing us to not be on playgrounds, not to be outdoors, not to be in gyms, constantly miserable. I mean, are these people literally just demonic that for like, it, it, it's kind of like in that movie, um, uh, uh, what was the Monsters, Inc., where the monsters, they, uh, they're collecting human misery, where if they scare kids, they can energize themselves. Is that the way that these people, like, the, 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 they're literally fucking demons, and if they can keep us all miserable, they somehow can, uh, collect points for their demon overlord? And one of them came up with, like, they're sitting down, and they're having their board meeting, and they're trying to figure out how they can casually just make m- people more miserable. And one guy came up with a scheme where he's like, I can convince these people to wear masks for their own health, even if it means that they're going to be trying to exercise and breathe all over their face, even if it means that the kids aren't going to be able to learn, I'll still be able to convince them that this thing is healthy. That is how much of a, of a tight pull I have on the human race. And then they'll be like, you'll never get away with it. What's going to happen when they find out that it wasn't even good sign? Oh, I was just making a recommendation. But, you know, up, up our budgets so that we can make even more and, and more expensive uh, recommendations. All right. What other stories I got here? EU approves ban on new fossil fuel car sales beginning in 2035. So obviously 2035 is a while away. They might find out that they don't have enough kids to slave in nickel mines to possibly get you your electronic vehicle. We might find out by then that we're at war with China and we can't, since we're not able to burn through coal in order to create uh, solar panels, we can't do that over here. Maybe by 2035, the current electric vehicles are all going to end up in dumps because they don't actually last on the, the roads as long. So all sorts of things can go wrong between now and 2035. Then maybe this doesn't come into fruition. But as a person who's been yelling about ESG scores for a long time, this is really starting to showcase their plan turning around and being in action. 
and them actually pushing forward on it. Let's give this article a read. EU approves ban on new fossil fuel car sales beginning in 2035. The EU has approved a law banning the sale of new gas and diesel cars in the UL EU starting in 2035. The deal, agreed upon back in October, received the official stamp of approval on Tuesday, marking climate action without precedent, as described by chief executives at BMW, Oliver Zips. The agreement will cut 100% of carbon emissions from automobiles starting in 2035 and will cut them by 55% by 2030 compared to 2021 reports Reuters. We will no longer or almost no longer have petrol or diesel cars on the roads in 2050. It is a victory for our planet and our populations. All right. It's what I've said before, and I'll say it again. Elites don't want to compete. So what do they do? They go to the government. They make their uh, pre-investments in all sorts of green energy infrastructure that couldn't possibly be profitable if it had to actually compete in the market. You know why it wouldn't be profitable? Because it doesn't work. Because it robs all of us by being more expensive. That every single time you want to go down the road, you got to spend more money. And you might not even be able to afford one of these electric vehicles. So all of a sudden, oh, it looks like the, you're going to own nothing, but you're going to be happy about it. Before you were able to just hop into your car, pay for a tank of gas, control where you want it to go. Now you're going to have to spend more on the fucking Uber ride because only the cloud slobs of the world are able to own the electric vehicles that you're going to be able to drive. And then you look at this and you go, well, how can any of this possibly be profitable? Well, elites don't want to compete. So they create government uh, mandates that remove, like, I mean, how many years have we had combustible engines for? How much better can that technology have gotten? Maybe we got to the point where we're doing a mile a gallon. Let the market decide. Let oil prices be what oil prices are supposed to be. We'll end up with the best product. Consumers end up uh, with whatever creates the most value for them. And the money that they save, they're able to spend on other things. And that's called the way free market and economies work. But all of a sudden, when government steps in, they create mandates based off of fucking loony things, like pretending like the world's going to end tomorrow. That's all they're doing is they're protecting the profits of these elites that don't want to compete. And there you go. It's actually happening. It's actually going on, at least in the EU, because they're they're always they're always a little bit before us and a little bit gayer. So like they get these things passed before we do. But there you go. It's happening. New laws, combustible engines. Go go buy your cool car now and just keep it in a garage and hopefully you'll get grandfathered in until you find out that there's fines. You're not allowed on the road. There's nowhere to get gas. You got to wait in a line for the gas. You got to get together with other gas enthusiasts and everyone's calling you a Nazi just for having a car that costs less, probably recycles better, lasts longer. All the development and technologies from all you. I mean, if these fucking electric vehicles are so good, just keep building them and actually competing. And then you'll get to a point where, yeah, you can just plug in. And by the way, I'm lazy on charging things. I'm at a point now, like, you, you wouldn't believe it. Before we go out and we do these live run your mouse, I would like all battery products. Battery products, I got to tell you, if you're in production, little tip for you guys, you get a big box of batteries. And yes, it costs you money for every gig. But it just saves you time. You just pop in new batteries every time. There's nothing more annoying than showing up to a gig and realizing that something's not fully charged or it's fully charged, but you're only going to be able to use it for the one show. Like, I just got the Sennheiser cordless mic thing. It's actually working wonderfully. But it's a pain in the ass. And I got two separate things. I got to charge them each time. It's like, a, it's like, a, it's like having a baby. I got to make sure that things fed every three hours. It's a pain in my ass. All right, that's it on that one. We've got a couple more topics. Teen girls reveal record level of sadness our girls are so sad everybody they're all so sad and these metrics they seem pretty screwy um because firstly 
I guess that this is the ramifications of COVID lockdowns, government stepping in for all of our health, forcing us to wear masks for years that didn't help, having kids not show up to school to learn online when they weren't being big transmissors of the virus, nor were they people that were actually getting sick and dying from it. But hey, we got to keep these we got to keep these kids out of school, right? All right. So, you get this new report talking about just how miserable kids are. Let's read a couple of the pieces, and I'm venturing to guess that these are just bad metrics. Either COVID was actually this horrible to people's mental health, or uh, they're asking leading statements because some of this just sounds a little bit like too aggressive. Nearly three out of five high school girls in the U.S. who were surveyed reported feelings of persistent sadness or hopelessness in 2021, a roughly 60% increase over the past decade. New research from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention found. I gotta be. I guess if you pulled me in high school, I would have felt the same way. I used to just put a jacket over my head. I walked like the slowest person on earth until I started smoking weed, and then I was like, I love high school. I got all this free time on my hands. No one's keeping tabs on me. So maybe that's what they need is more drugs in schools. Just trying to say what worked for me. All right, jumping ahead. The CDC, which included 17,232 respondents in its 2021 data, said the report showed ongoing extreme distress among teens who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, questioning their sexual identity, or another non-heterosexual gender identity. Are they saying that being gay is dangerous? Is that what the CDC is saying? Or are they saying that even though this is at a time where public schools are doing their most to embrace them, they're still making these kids feel worse about themselves? Is that what they're saying? More than half of these students reportedly recently experiencing poor mental health and 22% reported attempted suicide this past year. Do we have to convince these kids to not be gay so that they won't want to kill themselves? Is that what the CDC is saying? The report also showed that persistent sadness or hopelessness worsened across all racial and ethnic groups. 18% of girls in high school said they experienced sexual violence in the past year. 20% of kids, and by the way, let's keep in mind that 90% of all kids are public schools. I'd love to see a report comparing public schools to private schools because are they, are, 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 I mean, talk about a reason to close public schools. 22%, even the 22% of kids want to kill themselves and 22% of them have uh, experienced sexual violence in our school. Well, then I think we probably got to close the public schools. Or, or, or is this happening at home? Uh, where, where's that follow-up data? I mean, that, that to me is like the data when they had all these people in hospitals and you're like, well, can I see it by age group? Can I see it by vaccination status? Can I see it by the things that would actually be insightful? So the CDC doing studies telling us that all these kids want to kill themselves. Is this, uh, is this, is this behavior? Are these kids having, uh, uh, what was the line there? What was it? It was 18% of girls in high school said they experienced sexual violence in this past year. I mean, that's a pretty high number. You get if, if that keeps on on, uh, on an increase, I mean, how much soon till we just fully normalize rape? Is that what our public schools are doing? They're actively trying to normalize rape? All right. I feel like that's enough of this topic. Uh, eyes on the news. I hope people can understand what's satire here. All right. Yes, Europe is restricting gender-affirming care. I don't even want to do that one. I'm tired. We'll come back to that one next day. We got anything else left on the docket? No, that was a full episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. We'll be back probably next week, Monday. I think Mondays and Wednesdays, except for the weeks that I'm not on the road with Davey Smith, in which case we'll be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Maybe we'll get a Sunday episode in. I don't know. That's our episode. Special thanks 
to sheathunderwear.com. Use promo code RYM and get yourself 20% off. You can enjoy the greatest underwear that's ever graced the balls of man. And then he's got the new sweatshirts coming out. And uh, like you said, you know, you can be stuffing your, your wiener hole to make it look like you got an even bigger wiener. Uh, all right, let's take a couple comments and we are done. Lazy Eye Bear, the plus side of having an electric car is that thieves can't get too far. You will find it abandoned or at a charging station very close to where it is stolen. My guess is, though, they'll probably figure out a way to gut it. 757 scene. And my girlfriend got suspended for having a pager in her truck. I don't know what that means. They used to bring the drug-sniffing dogs to my high school and Bad News VA. Did they really do that? That's pretty intrusive. You gotta. That's why you got to keep your drugs. Just don't bring your drugs into school. I mean, that's stupid, too. So if you were dumb enough to bring your drugs into school, you had to come. Don't, don't put your drugs in your school locker. That's no place for your drugs. Keep them outside. Tree. Get, get a little magnet thing. You put it underneath the, 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 the stairs. You get your smoking spot out in the woods. I mean, I didn't do any of these things. I, I just did the drugs in my dorm room, and then I got thrown out of it. But that's why I'm telling I'm paying it forward. Don't do, don't do the drugs in school. And also, it's got to be so much easier if you're a high school Firstly, if you're a high school kid, just find hobbies and things that you'd actually like in your life. That, that would be my recommendation. You got time on your hands, and if you waste that time, you end up as an adult, and you're like, I don't know basic math. I don't know grammar. And then you got to overcome significant self-esteem issues at employment because you realize that you squandered all of your educational opportunities and don't actually know how to do anything. So, I don't know. If there's actually a kid here, I'm paying it forward. Like, just find other shit that you like. There's other things that you can enjoy in your life. You got time on your hands. Enjoy the time on your hands. But since I'm not trying to be a self-help preachy guy, my other recommendation is if you're a kid these days, I mean, they got vape pens. They've got gummies. You've got to be the world's dumbest kid if you're still showing up to school nervous about smelling like weed. Like, I used to have to have, a like, a kit. I used to have a, a fake cell phone bag. This was when I was smoking weed at home that had hand sanitizer in it. It had Visine. It had cologne. It had a double ceiling thing so that you wouldn't, like... Or when I was smoking in the dorm room, I had, like, a three-point fan system blow into this fan, go out that way, spray the axe body spray as if you just got out of the gym, cook up some popcorn uh, tubes with it that had the, the, uh, the, the laundry detergent thing, every trick in the book, filter this stuff, make it nuts, and then the whole place just reeked of weed and I got in trouble. But if you're a kid these days, I mean, the way technology has progressed, where you get, and I'm not even going to plug the, the brand here because I'm not trying to enjoy it, but between gummies and vape pens, what are you doing? If you're getting busted, you could be spending your entire, uh, you know what I mean? Maybe this is more for college kids. So there's nothing worse than that paranoia of being a kid just all nervous about the fact that you reek of weed when you're smoking weed. You're like, do my hands smell? Because that, that was like the thing that like almost got you started to get paranoid because you couldn't tell if you smelled or not. And so you'd have to be sniffing your shirt, sniffing your inside shirt. Sometimes you'd rub grass in your hands before you walked into the house. You always had to pull some stunt. But now these days, there's like, there's endless stuff. So you shouldn't have to deal with that. All right, that's our episode. Thanks for hanging out as always. Back next week, Monday, with a new episode. Um, that's our show. Later. We're done. Do other things. There's no.